Sling the Biscuit, episode 44. We have a guest on this week. I don't think he needs any introduction to the goalie community. He is playing for the Madison Capitals in the USHL. He is a champion with the Chicago Steel last season in the U Show. He is committed to the University of Omaha, Nebraska, NCAA D1, and starting goalie for Team Slovakia at the World Juniors this year and playing last year as well. Welcome to the podcast program with Simon Lekatsi. Oh, thank you. Thanks for the invite. Snaps. Snaps all around. Happy to have you here. Hey, dude, we're, we're stoked to have you. Um, so, podcast programming, like we, we talked about a little bit before we, we got started. We'd like to get to know you. I got a couple questions. We got some questions submitted from Instagram as well for you. How do you feel about a shot out of a cannon Q&A? About shutting WCHL or what? About, about the, you. A Q&A. About you. A Q&A. About you. Uh, we had fans like submit questions for you. Oh. Yeah. Oh. We, 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 start, we start with it instead of end with it because we want to like kind of break the ice a little bit. Just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Up. Let's do it. Okay. So we're, we're going to peel back the onion a bit, kind of get to know you. Um, so first off. Ladies, are you are you a single or are you a taken man at the moment? I'm single. Oh. Single. Okay. Are are you a blonde or a brunette kind of guy? Uh, I don't care that much, but probably brunette. I would say. Okay, so no preference, but you'd like it to be brunette. <laughs> yeah, I no mean, preference, I but a preference. <laughs> <laughs> take. Sometimes you just gotta take what you get. You know. Yeah. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> okay. Now, to kind of bring it back around, I'm thinking, have you ever seen the show The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? I have once. Once is okay. I watched. Okay. And what did you think of it? It's cool. I, it was cool. I still remember those two girls that were there. Didn't That's bring you back. why though. I watched that. No, it wasn't, I, it wasn't enough. I, I watched to... it only once. I, <laughs> I only watched one season. So... I'm not that okay. big fan of it, you know. Yeah, I'm not either. Trav, Trav, do you watch on the regular? I I used to. Um, judge me for what you will. I, I thought it was good drama. Every every Great season drama. that I did watch, though, the season was finished, and I tell myself, "That's it. I'm not. I'm not coming back again." And then I see the trailer for the next season, and it would just suck me back in. And, and then we keep going season after season. I think The Bachelorette is hilarious. Like when it's all the guys and one girl. Because they're just doing like the cringiest, weirdest, funniest things. So, like the first four or five weeks, I just think are the like hilarious. Then it gets cheesier as it goes on when they get rid of the idiots. So I'm I'm more of a fan of the Bachelorette. Oh really? Yeah. I've only I've actually only watched it once, one season two, and I thought it was funny. But yeah. Okay. So Simon, are you familiar with the format of the show? Uh. I don't think so. Okay. So we're going to put you in that role right now. So, you know, we, we are the hosts thing in the biscuit dating. It's a new, a new show coming to YouTube 2024. We're working on it right now. It's a pilot project. We want you to be in the game. So it's you, 24 other dudes. We got a beautiful blonde lady. Her name is uh, Patricia, Patricia Shea. And we want you to make an impression. Okay. So you go up, you meet her, you're dressed up, you know, nice little bow tie, black suit, <laughs> You know, maybe brown belt, brown shoes. Everything's matching. The hair is done up nice. You got a fresh shave. You're smelling good. You got that nice cologne, right? You mix your cologne game up. I feel like you got a nice tight cologne game. You go to meet her. What is your intro line? Uh, wow, it's kind of hard. They didn't expect. <laughs> I feel... You're gonna tell her it's kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a strong start. <laughs> Depends on the eyes and on the smile. I would say probably you have a nice smile or nice eyes, you know. So those two things are always feel, uh, interesting. I feel like a more modern day question would be like, oh, what would your Tinder pickup line be? Rather than actually going up to them in person. Actually, I don't have any pickup lines on Tinder. No? I'm not a big guy on that. I just like, I, I'm not saying I don't have it. I have it. But it's <laughs> not like, it's not like I, yeah. You let the pick up lines. Yeah, yeah, the the cheesy lines. You just let the let the let your fa- the facts speak for themselves. You know. Yeah, yeah. Actions, actions do more My than past, words. My past. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like. Brings it. a resume and everything. He has his elite prospects printed off. Here you go. Just hands you like a piece of paper, like it's a job interview. Yeah. 
shutting the window. I got people out here. Yeah, we don't need the train coming by anymore. Train, uh, Pat does live by train tracks, by the way. The Amtrak rolls by quite often. Yeah, it's nice. It wakes me up. It's awesome. Okay, so Pat, what what is... So Pat and I are going to coach you through this. Pat, what do you think the the opening pickup line's got to be? He's going to go meet this Patricia Shea. She's a good-looking girl. We want to make a good first impression. Oof, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the... Depending on who they are, like he, I feel like if he goes up and, like he just said, compliments the the smile, that could go a long way. Mm-hmm. But it it is a fine line between like cute and creepy. You know, <laughs> you got to be careful of how you word it and how you say it. Mm-hmm. That is That's true, a, though. It gets tricky. <laughs> you got to go for the shoes, I think, because everybody's going to notice the smile. They're going to notice the hair, the eyes. Your shoes look great. Women love shoes. Gets the ball rolling. Yeah, like something they're wearing that they yeah. like clearly uh, spent time on and you notice it. Could be good. Mm-hmm. I think so. You know, Trav, Trav is a master, obviously. So any advice that you have would be great advice for anyone, I'd, I'd say, Trav. So I back your words. I don't, I've kind of lost my touch. You know, I've, I've had my woman for the last year and a bit. I, I don't have... That strong um, opening act, shall we say? Yeah, but you, know, you can talk to a tree, so I could. That's a strength. I could. Do you do you have that ability, Simon? I don't think I have. I mean, like, hard to tell. <laughs> hard to tell. But you know, like it's always uh, about the situation you are in. In you know, like, whether you are in the bar or like some like basic party, kind of depends on that too. So. Uh, depends also on the level how how much sober you are and uh what can you do that's true get the liquid courage then you can say mm-hmm. whatever yeah i mean like <laughs> if you want her and she wants you like it's gonna happen anyways that's right so you're a man of destiny you believe in fate <laughs> i do i do okay <laughs> so what do you tell her let's you know kick rocks let's go back to my place fire a hunger man in the oven you know get a nice little tv dinner going and maybe turn on I don't know some Netflix or something. What do you say? <laughs> it's in our it's in our zodiac <laughs> signs that we were going to be here tonight. You know, bring out the zodiacs. <laughs> Horoscope. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> but uh, Trav, what do you got? Do we have more uh, on that Q and A? Oh, I I got totally engulfed in that one. Um, yeah, we do have some deep. viewers a week that we should probably get to um, as always. Um, do you mind if we get to those real quick? Yeah. Roll roll with the. Uh, the viewers of the week we have to show some love to our supporters absolutely so if you are new to the podcast programming uh simon had no idea what the podcast was until a half hour ago so uh we do a viewer of the week segment so if you're listening on apple uh spotify google on the youtube video version and you want to be viewer of the week you send me a message you send me an email say hey my name is so-and-so i work construction in omaha nebraska at the construction site right beside where simon lacats is gonna be playing next season i listen to the podcast i like to be viewer of the week Send me a message. We'll get you penciled in. Um, first one we got is the quote-unquote boys of room 221. I don't know what that means, but Sean, Chris, and Sammy, uh, they all wanted to shout out because they listen to the podcast collectively and uh, wanted to apologize that uh, when they listen, they listen together on YouTube. So their one oh, view doesn't count as three. View. Yeah. yeah so they, they wanted that. Um, Tommy, upsetting. just a first-name kind of guy, Tommy. And then also uh, the boys at the Summit House in uh, Michigan at... And I, I just put Michigan University. I didn't put the proper one. I believe it's uh, Northeastern Michigan, I think. Northern Michigan. They're like, a, what are they, like a frat or like a house like of college guys? House of college guys. It's the green and yellow Michigan school. Nice. Is that, is that Western Michigan love that. or Northeastern? Uh, I'm not sure the colors out there, but hey, either way. Yeah. Love to see Shout it. out to you guys. Love to hear to, it. Uh, Joe, uh, Nolan Kent, and I can't remember the other two guys' names. I'm sorry, boys. I uh, just want to say thank you as always for uh, being viewer of the week. Also, uh, shout out to my dad. My dad listens every single week. He texts me within the first two hours of the podcast. He says, well, son, here's my critical review of it. Like he's like reviewing the podcast every week. He's a beaut. Yeah. Shout out to my dad. Um, anyway, Back Q&A to the questions. Program. Back to the, the regular program. So uh, there are some questions on here that could uh, classify themselves back into the whole dating realm. Uh, so are you a cat or dog kind of guy, Simon? Dog, definitely. Like dogs, Respectable. big dog, small dog. You. 
What about you? No. I'm uh I'm, I'm a, a cat, cat kind of guy. I don't care. Oh cat. I don't care whether it's small or the sure, big. That's, that's more weird, the merrier. <laughs> I feel like if you like that's a bad sign if you say you're a cat guy, Trav. Like you just dogs or cats and you're like cats? I don't know. Can I, I explain? Know. Please. Okay. So <laughs> so here's what I'm thinking. As I've described myself as a man who needs to be mobile, right? Like if you know, I got to move, I got to bounce, I got to stay light. You know, I'm going from Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I'm in Vancouver for a week with, you know, goalie coach. Maybe I'm bouncing down to Florida because, you know, Canada's going to a lockdown. Maybe I'm going to Sweden for the season, right? You can't uh, be as mobile if you've got a dog. you got, you know, like a nice huge, like a husky or something, like a golden retriever, a big lab or something. You can't be mobile because you got to be like, hey, Ma, can you take care of my dog for eight months as opposed to a cat? You know, a little smaller, a little more convenient. You just bring the litter box. You bring the treats. Cats are like low maintenance. You could probably leave the cat by itself for like a week, where like one of those like auto feeding troughs, where you just put food in and just like every like hour on the hour, just like just like disposes food down the trough. So I, I like that. Also, like for a well for a dog, um, I don't know what the weather is like in Slovakia. I know Wisconsin, Chicago, the weather is very similar to Winnipeg where it's like minus 30, minus 40, blistering cold outside. You go outside and just your lungs freeze up and you're like, oh my God, this hurts. I got to go back inside, right? Pretty accurate. Right, exactly, exactly. So you get a dog, you got to go outside, you got to take it outside. You can't just leave it outside, right? Especially if you live in an apartment. Also, a side note, the raise, uh, the inflation rates, the housing prices in Canada, I will never own a home in my life. So I'm going to have to take my dog out of the apartment down the elevator, out the front door, to the front, you know, past the smoking area, to have my, you know, my dog would take a shit or like take a piss and like a fire hydrant and then bring it back in. And I don't really want to do that as opposed to the cat. You just leave it and then, just, you know, just more convenient, I think. Yeah, sure. Convenience sake. Because you yeah. can just pack the cat in a duffel bag and bring it on your carry-on. <laughs> so I know you, you, you hate cats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to cats. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah. But Do you hate cats, Simon? I don't hate cats. I mean, I'm just more like dog guys. You know? Uh, yeah, as you said, like, uh, definitely in the cold weather, it's better to have a cat because you don't have to go out with her. But uh, why would you want to live in, in cold weather, like somewhere in Wisconsin or Illinois, you know, like when you have a choice? So you're staying to stay away because of the weather. Right. Definitely not here. I don't want to live here forever. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're like the Madison, Wisconsin tour guy, don't hire Simon. He's not a good hire for, you, for recruiting people to come for summer vacations. No, definitely warm weather guy I am. I Aren't we all? If I feel like if you prefer cold weather, then I judge, I judge you a little. If you're just like, like summer winter and you're just like yes winter i love being cold that'd be a weird that'd be a little bit weird uh-huh. how was maine maine had to be cold it's a definitely yeah it was a little bit uh chilly up up there i'm actually still in maine now i play for the for the mariners now which is a little bit south of the university but it's it's definitely definitely cold not quite as cold as canada but colder than most of america for sure a lot always snow like typically snow on the ground until like april mid-april not ideal but it's more damp though no because you're you're by the ocean on the coast so you just get like a wetter it's... cold maybe maybe i don't is that the uh, west coast only i don't know the i don't know the difference of the coldness <laughs> you know warm warm wet cold or dry cold uh mm-hmm. I'm not sure. It'd probably be more dry in like Minnesota, right? Like in the middle, because it's like not near the ocean. Yeah, so probably it's probably a wet, wet, cold. Little humidity in the coldness, a little mm-hmm. better. Yeah, it's good, good for the skin, us. though. It's better for the yes. skin. Like when you're when it's you're by the, the pores. I on a side note, I guarantee Simon's got to moisturize on a pretty regular basis. Like the skin gets really chapped, the lips get chapped. You got to apply once, twice a day. It's brutal on the West Coast, especially like here, like right in Sweden. I'm on the ocean on the Gothenburg side. I rarely, if ever, have to moisturize. I do, you know, for good skin sake, but, like, you don't have to. Got it. Cool. Oh, that's beautiful, Travis. Anyway. Are you from Gothenburg, Travis? Uh, no. Uh, I'm from Winnipeg, uh, like Manitoba in Canada. Oh, wow. Um, 
Yeah, that, that's where but I'm born. But you live in Sweden, right? Yes. Yeah, so Gothenburg is on the west coast, for those that don't know. And then uh, you go about two hours. Never eat soggy wieners. So west or north. No, sorry, south. Two hours south. You get to uh, Homestead, which is where I live. And then you go back up an hour north is Varberg, where I play. Uh, was that was that as painful to listen to as it was for me to, to speak? No, I'm just laughing at the fact that I think you just like thought out loud about how to do a compass. <laughs> like, keep that keep that thought in, in your head next time. <laughs> northeast, southwest. Like I heard it, I'm like this f-ing idiot. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know so, that. I think. What was it? Didn't help me. No, okay. where Gothenburg is. <laughs> so uh, on the video version, I'm going to paint a picture for you here. So we have Sweden. You got Stockholm on the right, Gothenburg on the left. Uh, you got the the Arctic up north, and then down south is Germany. Like right below is Germany. It's a good so area. Like, so like land like mustard, beer, sausage, frankfurters, all that uh, kind of stuff in Germany. Cheap, cheap beer. Speaking of that yeah, actually was a German is cool. German is cool country. That actually was a question somebody wanted me to ask you. Was uh Slovak beer or German beer? That I don't know why that reminded me, but Ooh. Oh both are good. You know, the the Czech beer is good. But uh I would say uh German beer for sure. Uh there was there's one uh Pauliner. Pal- I don't know if you ever had it. I had it just a couple of times. It's called I think Pauliner. It's pretty good. Love that one. Like a, like a Pilsner? No, no. That's that's a Czech one. That one is uh, the German beer. You probably know that. Maybe maybe I'm not pronouncing it well. But it's called Pauhner. Pal- I'm not sure. We're going to have to get a, get a check on that one. I, I heard, I though, that I... beer is actually cheaper than water in Czech. Like, to, like the water bill to run a glass of water is actually more expensive than if you just went and bought a beer in the Czech. Is that is that true? I don't actually know because uh, I live in Slovakia, so I don't go drink to Czech, you know, so I don't buy beers there that often. So uh, I don't know, cannot tell. You know what, actually, this is a true story. So the the guy that I live with, right, Pat, the boss man? Yeah. So he's from Hungary, and he loves to drink. Budapest. Yeah, Budapest, big Budapest guy. Uh, Actually, friends with Jeremy Roeder, matter of fact. Um, So this is a true story. So I live with him because he was our former coach's best friend. So he's, I came here and he's like, oh, I just live with uh, the boss man. Okay, so I live with him and loves to drink. So once a month, he'll go down from here to Germany. He'll take his like, little like red like little shitbox car. It's kind of like a, it's like, uh, it's like a Prius kind of, but like gas, right? And he'll take mm-hmm. it all the way down to Germany. He'll go there and then come back like two days later with just like a, a vehicle full of beers, just as many beers as you can get, like whiskeys, everything. He'll just bring it back. And then he'll call me and be like, hey, can you help me unload it? Sure. And I just bring it into the garage and then boom. That big guns. Yeah. Then he gets shattered by himself or? (laughs) Honestly, he does get crippled in this exact couch in the living room quite often. (laughs) That's great. Shout out to him. Beautiful man. Do do we have more on the Q&A questions or should we get into some hockey talk? We we can get into some hockey talk talk for sure. Want to talk hockey? Yeah, let's talk some hockey. The rest are just kind of like vague questions we can fill fill in at the end. Let's talk hot. Uh, Simon, you are from Slovakia. Were you, did, that, did you grow up, born and raised in Slovakia? Yes, I, I grew up in Slovakia. Uh, probably like all my life I've been there. And um, I, I'm, I check your, you know, the elite prospects, what a useful useful tool it is for the hockey world. And uh, I don't know how far back it dates, but it's pretty much that you were playing in Slovakia for national teams or or U16 teams growing up um I'm curious when and why you decided to come over to America to go the junior and then college path rather than maybe sticking with the pro path yeah uh my my parents always wanted me to play college and uh they knew that like uh do you ask is the only way where to play where to put together school and hockey. So uh, in the end, I went here to U.S. Uh, for for a tryout to USHL, mm-hmm. and uh, I made it. So it's mostly like my parents wanted me to 
go college way. I didn't want to go college way. In the beginning, I didn't like that. I, I don't like school that much uh, at, at all. At all. <laughs> so, uh, I feel you. Yeah. So in the end, now, I, now I'm more like I understand that it's probably the best path for me. But uh, many years before, I argued with the parents that it's, uh, it's not what I want to do. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, it, here it is. Next year, I'm going to college, and uh, I'll see how it goes first year, and then I'll decide what to do next. Yeah, I think I, I have a similar view of on school. Growing up, I was never fond of school. I Obviously, it's more common for an American to go the college path and whatnot but uh i i I say when you're when you're there the school part isn't like you know the most fun doing like schoolwork but the lifestyle of a like college hockey player i think you'll have a lot of fun doing that like being in that uh atmosphere and stuff i think looking back like i think a lot of uh like junior guys or like pro guys that didn't go to college are kind of feel like they missed out on like that uh experience so I, i think I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. So many many people that are uh, the college years are the best years, yeah, and a lot, uh, lot of fun there. So, and the school is actually not that hard when you're a hockey player there. So, yeah. So uh, you find your ways. You find, you find your ways around. You try to you know get through get through school. Obviously, hockey is the top priority when you're you go there on a scholarship for hockey. Um, we it's funny we had Wallstead on our podcast a few I was thinking the exact uh, same like thing a month back or so and he was you know had a similar view on school I'm trying to remember the exact words he said but I pretty much told his parents when he was like what did he say Travis he was like 14 or something he, no he was younger than that he was uh he was grade 8 uh 13 and he told his uh, parents he's just like I'm I'm nasty I'm gonna play in the SHL I don't need school <laughs> and they're like no you need education he's like no I don't watch and lo and behold, the youngest goalie to ever play in the SHL, like not even close, 16 years old, walks in, lights it up. Like, oh, by, by the way, I'm going to see him in two weeks. Just a little side note. But yeah, we were, we were laughing like, man, I can't. He pretty much told his parents, like, no, like, I'm going to play hockey. And just that's fine. Like, homeschooled. Like, did he do homeschool or something? Like, I, I think, remember. yeah, he he mentioned for like the last little bit he did do homeschooling, yeah. but I, I like your point. It's like, no, I'm not out. going to school. Now go to your room, <laughs> to his I parents. Dropped out of, I dropped out of like high school and stuff. Don't quote me, but I think he might have said that or like stopped after high school or whatever. But it's funny. I, I could never imagine telling my parents like, nah, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not going to college. I'm I'm good. Thanks. I, would be, I would be able to do that. I argued with them a lot, but like in the end, I kind of yeah. understood that for me, as another top goalie, this yeah. better probably, you know, to just like give myself four more years sure. of uh, development. Yeah, that definitely helps too, being uh, the extra development. Like if you went the, say like CHL path too, like a lot of guys, you have to go by 20 or whatever. And then in college you get to, you can be 23, four or five even if, uh, if need be. Uh, for college uh what made you choose omaha nebraska over maybe did you have other opportunities you were looking at and considering what made them the final choice yeah i mean i was uh thinking about the other colleges too but uh in the end uh omaha was like really kind of uh talkative about it and like they talked to me like on a certain points and we we were like Right in the beginning, we knew that like it's gonna be the right for both of us. Uh, they they want me to commit right away after first call, and uh, the problem was that there uh, there there is a COVID nowadays, so uh, we kind of I didn't want to wait for uh for commitment with other schools maybe for after this season or during this season because I didn't know that if I'm gonna be able to get to US, so I just wanted to commit during the summer as soon as possible. And Omaha gave me that this uh this option, so uh, I asked many people around my friends, uh, former coaches in the U.S. or like people like that who who actually know like what's going on about Omaha, and everyone told me just the best about them. New facilities, uh, new program, new coaches, uh, everything's going the right way there. So uh, 
that's what something that helped me to figure it out like uh, where I want to go. I'm curious though, like so you commit to University of Omaha, but what do they offer you that that made you you hop in? Because obviously we're talking scholarship, we're talking opportunities, playing time, whatnot. Like what what was what was said in the negotiating side that that made you pull the trigger? Uh probably that that uh the coaches talked to me like really like uh serious and they were really polite to me and they were like they really want me and also the people uh from the Chicago Steel who who coached me before told me that uh, they are really interested in me and uh they want me to be their number one goalie after their first goalie who is there now leaves so uh that's something I want to do uh and be more you know like the the schools in uh NCHC are more about hockey so I didn't want to go somewhere like uh Harvard where the, yeah where the school is on the first uh where's priority you know so I wanted to go somewhere where hockey is priority number one for me and they told me that they're gonna help me with the school and that's all I uh, needed you know uh, I'm not that smart about being a school guy so I will definitely need some help and that's what they told me that they're gonna do that and uh I can focus more mostly on hockey so uh this is something what uh helped me the most and also when I went there for a visit uh in November when I saw the facilities and the campus and the stuff around it the dorms uh that helped me a lot and after that I immediately signed the NLI that's awesome dude that's awesome so congrats the um I was gonna say so the the goal that you're gonna you're replacing, who's the the number one guy right now? Savio, Savio, drafted by uh, Las Vegas. Okay. That name doesn't ring a bell. He's he he might stay one more year, uh, but he was supposed to sign also before this season, and he said that he wants to stay one more year. So there's a big chance he's gonna sign after this season, and I might be number one goalie right away. And if not, I'll be backup goalie for the first year, which doesn't matter that much you know like mm-hmm. getting kind of into the uh uh school and like new new community so that's still pretty awesome sure. though no Definitely yeah is. for schooling wise though like what are you gonna take you gonna be a business guy accounting guy yeah uh business i'm i'm thinking about business and then i'm gonna decide whether like some investments management or something like that you know but uh, yeah, I'll start business and then I'll see uh, what side from there I'll go. <laughs> and nowadays in college, you can make money off of your name. So when I was there in college, I had I started doing my YouTube thing, and that's how me and Trav met and this podcast started. But I started doing the YouTube thing, and I wasn't able to make any money off of it. And uh, I had I gained like a following there and on Instagram and stuff. So. I, I was checking out like your Instagram. You have is that a recently new following? Like you have like nine thousand followers, which is it's more recent. Yeah, nine. So yeah. like, I mean, you could if you like market yourself in the right way, you could make some you know little side side uh, deals with companies to like do ad placements and on like your Instagram page and stuff too. Have you ever have you put any thought into that? Right, I I was thinking about it, but you know like. It's kind of hard like if I would do it with the Slovak companies or US companies you know like yeah. and also like those uh, people I have there as the followers I I don't even know if they're like you know because it happened like after last year uh, uh-huh. when I made that big save or after this year when I send that uh, post you know so that's <laughs> those are two things when they like so many followers came to my account so I don't, don't really know them like that good what what are they kind of up to and what what they are there, there for so uh yeah i was thinking about like doing this so i hope when i have uh some options i will definitely think about it and uh, try to yeah. do that could be a good... hey if you, if you ever need advice pat and i are always here to you know help and i don't want to say manage but kind of yeah. give you some advice for like what what is a good idea what's a bad idea because i know i'm sure pat can attest to it like you have one moment let's say like pat's first ever day in life of a college player go viral you get quarter of a million views or like for you that that massive glove save you had last year the world juniors or the post that you made um about that double eye chef this year you get all these people flocking in wanting to be your friend one of them included right over here and you know want to offer you a brand deal or whatnot that can be 
pretty, it can be pretty overwhelming. It's like, why everybody wants a piece of me. I, I have no idea what to decide. Right. Right. Yeah. So what would you be your idea? Like, should I, should I contact those, uh, companies or they contact me or like, how did that work for you? I, I would say that you're obviously in a lot more control when they're reaching out to you because it's, it comes from like a position of power, right? Like if I reach out to Gatorade, let's just say, for example, Gatorade is like, we don't need this guy. We have all these other people. As opposed to if they reach out to me, I know there's an interest. I know there's going to be a check on line. And then the problem with that is that so many companies, um, they, they want to undersell you on your value. And they want to say, Simon, well, you know, you're only an NCAA committed goalie. You only play in the USHL. Yeah, you played in the World Juniors twice, but it's not that big of a deal. We think we can offer you this, and it's a really shitty deal because they wanna they wanna run over you. Meanwhile, in the grand scheme of things, like you got some pull, man. You can make some good change, and and people care when like the the post you made about the the World Juniors. I I could be wrong on this. I think you got more comments on that thing than you have followers, right? Like people care, right? Obviously, you're not going to get ten thousand comments on you know an ad for uh, Manscaped or something. I, I I hope not. Otherwise, we'll be out of business here. But at, at the Slam the Biscuit podcasting network, but you do have some pull to make some money and to kind of get some brands on board with you. I would think. What do you think, Pat? Yeah, I I agree. I'd say just like looking at like I, I look at like Trav's profile and then yours. Like Trav has like a link tree where like you can view all his like pages or his contact information and like the contact uh label on instagram there so like if a company goes to your profile and sees like oh he's d1 athlete goalie played world juniors has a following oh contact they might email you like uh like an inquiry so it could be a good idea to just have that set up and might help the professional account should be a good idea yeah i think so trev would you say I, I can't remember if I'm a business or a creator or a professional, but like it, it does help um, like having you be one of the accounts and then obviously having an yeah. email. So let's say, uh, do you have a Bauer deal by chance or no? No, no. No? Okay, well, let's say Bauer wants to get in touch with you. They see, okay, Simon has an email, press contact, mm-hmm. Simon at gmail.com, boom, fire off an email or whatnot. Um, it, it helps, like, like for example, like Wallstead. I don't know why, but like Wallstead just went like with me and him. But he has like an agent, so like anybody who wants to get in touch with with you know Jesper or any of that kind of stuff, they go through the agent. Obviously, I'm assuming you don't have an agent, or do you have an agent? Uh, it's more like advisor here in uh, okay for the college hockey. Okay, so that might be a little bit different. I don't know. I I just say have the email set up there. Be open-minded to opportunities with companies. Don't promote stuff that you're not interested in. Like, there's going to be a lot of companies that are going to offer you, like, "Hey, we'll give you, we we will pay you zero dollars up front. We'll send you some product, and then we'll give you five percent of sales." Which, in the grand scheme of things, five percent of zero is still zero. So, like, if you don't sell anything, they got a free ad. You now you've just pissed off all your followers because you tried selling them some socks made in you know Tibet that are made from donkey fur that you wouldn't even wear yourself. You're like, "Oh, I'll make some money," but you really don't. Um, so just try to have some standards with that because people kind of see through that. Um, I would also advise trying your best to collect money up front. There's a lot of companies that'll like give you a deal and then maybe they weren't happy with how it performed or weren't happy with whatever and then they don't pay you. They try to stiff you. Like There's companies like, for example, uh, like Manscaped, the company I work with, they're very reputable. Obviously, they're going to pay. Um, like The big companies that will always be good. They'll, they'll take a little bit of time because they're so big, but they do pay you when they get around to it. The smaller guys, you got to pay up front. Like there, there's no, so there's no funny business because there's nothing worse of a feeling than having funny business happen when you've, you've quote-unquote, sold your audience to this brand or to this company, made them sales, and then they stiff you, and then now you've wasted time, effort, energy, and also like you pissed off your audience because no matter what you do for an ad, there's always going to be some percentage that are like, I'm not into this. I'm bored, I'm tired, I'm going to watch something else. So you, you want to try to get as much as you can back in your return for your quote-unquote brand because you do have a brand whether you you know whether you know see it or not, I would say. Yeah, definitely. That's that's probably a good idea. I would try to, to do that and see what's going to happen. You know, like definitely it's good to have that uh, at those Gmail there so people can contact me. Yeah, and your, your advisor who will become your agent like when you turn pro or whatever, he like if he has connections to companies and it, like it could be an easier way you know so to save your energy like obviously you're focusing on hockey and stuff to have him just like reach out to companies on behalf of you and just see if 
try to work some deals on the side. Like you never know who, who he has connections with. But something. If, to- if I could for for a second, I would say because I know you're a big Bauer guy. You got the Bauer. You got that brand new, nice little ultrasonic setup, or sorry, Hyperlite setup from Madison. Yeah, you got the beautiful Sever Team uh, Slovakia with the with the logos and everything. I know you weren't. A, you told me you weren't a big fan of putting logos on pads. I think they look great. Um, I know Bauer likes to throw the money around. I heard. I'm not going to say who told me this, but I've heard this from multiple goalies, some of which may have been on the podcast previously. Won't confirm, won't deny. Uh, Bauer will give unlimited free gear. So, like, let's say, like, they say, Simon, we want you to be a Bauer athlete or, a, you know, a Bauer goalie, whatever. Whatever you need. You need Hyperlite, we got you. You need mock, you need a helmet, we got you covered. Might take a little bit of while because, you know, with, with uh, the COV, the, you know, we, we don't say the word on here, but the COV shutdowns and factories being closed, it's kind of a little slower. But they get you whatever you want. And this is the kicker. They will give you a, and I don't know if this has changed, $5,000 gift card to Lululemon. Think of what you can buy for $5,000 at Lululemon. That's what I heard. Uh, I heard about this before, and I was kind of thinking about it. But, like, you know, like uh, Bauer makes uh, the gear kind of, every piece is different. You know, I ordered a glove, and one time it's like it fits good on my hand, the other time it doesn't. There's always something different. So I'm kind of like, uh, not pissed about it, but you know, like it usually takes me much longer to get used for the new glove than it should. So, currently, I'm just like trying. I, I want to try also the other brands and uh, see see how they are, because I don't think uh, this is how it should be done with Bauer. I mean, I love Bauer and it looks great. Uh, I love the designs, but uh, it could be just a little bit more, you know, like professional. I mean, obviously, it's it's a uh, it's commercial for them to look good and to make it so everyone buys it every month and uh, they can uh, get more money by that but uh yeah definitely i want to try the other brands as well and see what's the difference between them and bauer funny you mentioned that there was an shl goalie who messaged me yesterday won't say who they said the exact same thing They're like it's not the same it's different every single time like you you think you're getting a you get b you know you think you know, it's Monday. You're getting a Friday. I, I just not not consistent. Yeah, that that's definitely it. That's why I want to like kind of like uh, see around the other brands as well and uh, decide what's gonna be the best for me for the future when I still have time now. You know, so uh, definitely we'll see. He's a businessman, Pat. Oh, He's trying yeah. to explore all the options. He wants a brand deal with every company. You gotta <laughs> explore the. He wants everybody stroking the checks. That's awesome, dude. Now I think we uh yeah we have time left here. I think we wanted to talk about your World Juniors experience. I think obviously it's like a dream and crazy opportunity to wear like your country's logo on your jersey and play for your country. You had the opportunity this year to play in the World Juniors for Slovakia, and obviously anyone in the hockey world knows how that ended the it's in the world juniors is one of the most popular hockey tournaments that there there is everyone tunes in to watch it's a lot of fun once in a lifetime type thing and it got uh canceled due to the cov the cove um what uh and you you know create a little buzz with a with an instagram post and Trav immediately sent it to me when he saw it and loved that you were just outspoken and voiced your opinion. We're kind of curious you're want you to have a voice of like what uh kind of what you went through during that like how what was your experience and what led you to post that and kind of like the story behind it if you don't mind. Yeah, I mean uh maybe what helped me the most was that uh I was at the board Jays also last year. You know, and uh, the COVID was kind of dangerous last year as well. And uh, everything uh, went as it should. They they put us in the bubble. Uh, we were all the time in the bubble, didn't see the other people, you know. So uh, this was kind of thing that uh, didn't make sense to me, that uh, we have uh, next year here uh, the same places. And uh, they totally, you know, like mis- mis- misunderstood that. That uh, I don't even know if they thought there is no COVID anymore. Or if we are gonna be, we are two days in a quarantine at our hotel rooms, you know, uh, if that's gonna help, you know, because like 
obviously the traveling is one big thing that you can you can get that COVID, but especially you can get it uh, when you are with all the other people around, you know. So uh, this was kind of thing I didn't understand at all that uh, why uh, they didn't prepare that good as they should. So uh, this made me like kind of uh, think about it. And then I saw the other stuff that didn't work that good, you know, like it was not just about like uh, this bubble that didn't work. There was like much more things uh, where it was uh, Nike gear that uh, that's the only apparel we are able to wear during World J's that uh, we didn't get till uh, 26th or whatever, you know. So uh, I came there in my only jacket. Uh, it was, I would say, flannel jacket, and uh, it was minus 30 Celsius there, and I had to wear that, you know. I didn't have normal warm jacket, so this is something like I didn't understand, and uh, there was much more, and I'm not going to say all of it because, like, it's kind of behind it already. I just wanted to, like, kind of put it closer. There were stuff that didn't work uh, as they should as and as they did last year. And uh, maybe if I didn't play at the Warriors last year, I would I would uh, not be able to say that I would be able to say that uh, it was it would be impossible to organize it on that level. But they did it last year, you know. So why they didn't they do it this year as well? So uh, this is something what uh, put me on that, and especially you know like you are with your friends like during whole holidays, and then uh, it happens something like this, and you you gotta leave like immediately you know like uh, on the other morning or during the night you have to leave because there is a covid danger in uh in in the place so uh you know when they started to forfeit it, the games that was obvious it's gonna happen one day because we we lived together you know and uh we had those people who were tested positive they had to get it from someone someone so uh it was obvious that other people are gonna get it too. So, kind of, kind of, kind of thing that uh, that uh, push it in inside me, and uh, you know, like I prepare as I as I said it in that pause. You know, like I said everything there, what I wanted to. So uh, all those like preparations for the tournament from all the guys. You know, like being excited for the tournament. So many people watches that. You know, so uh, kind of like. It hurt me, so uh, that's what uh, why I, why I did it, and you know, like I didn't even thought about it in the beginning, like putting on some followers on my Instagram account, you know, like I just wanted to, wanted to say what I think about it and how it is, because like usually like people don't say uh, how how it actually was, you know, as as no one did this year. I think I was maybe the only one, and maybe some coaches, you know, so. If I didn't say that, no one would know, you know. Maybe we yeah. wouldn't have even the the chance of having the World Juniors in the summer. You know, I'm not saying it's a great thing in the summer, but uh, they would not even thought about it, maybe. Yeah, 100%. We were, if, if I could for a sec, like, the the whole jacket thing, so like, you have to wear, like, like Nike-only stuff, and they they won't let you wear, like, your winter jacket when it's minus 30 out in, in Edmonton. This is correct? I didn't have any other one. You know, we are told, but it's the same, uh, like, over the last couple of years, Nike is the only apparel you can wear during the tournament. So the tournament started 26th, you know, but we were there since uh, 17th or 15th, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. So, like, for those for that one week, uh, we didn't have any apparel because Nike didn't get us uh, the Nike apparel right in the beginning they they get it to us in the beginning of the tournament you know but we stay there already one week so so you're going outside in minus 30 freezing blizzarding snow in just like a track jacket freezing yeah yeah in my in my uh travel apparel i traveled in that uh from uh from madison to canada and uh i stayed in that for another week because you know we were told we are not supposed to bring anything you know because it's, so it's always like that 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 you get the stuffs yeah, from Nike. And it also was like that the next year, and it worked. Everything w- was perfect. Like On the other day we came, we got Nike apparel. We were supposed to wear that, you know. But this year they gave it to us a week later, and they were saying that uh, 
they send it to Edmonton and not to Red Deer. And then during the weekend, the bus drivers don't work. So they couldn't get it from Edmonton to Red Deer. I was like, wow. So we are supposed to wear like, I was wearing the same shit for a week. <laughs> That's baffling. That's fucked up, dude. Like that's seriously like have the, like the guys organizing it like they they have to be living in Florida or something like do they not know like like we just talked about like thirty minutes ago at the beginning of the programming how excuse my language how fucking cold it gets in the winter in Alberta Manitoba Illinois Wisconsin it's it's freezing it, you go outside and you if you're having a track jacket on your lungs freeze just out of shock and your skin is like oh my god I don't want to be here and they're telling you to go out in a track jacket like. Absolutely. Dude, that's fucked up. I mean, I, why would I? Why why would I take a like normal like winter jacket with me when I know that I'm gonna get one there? You know, like it's uh yeah. it's a big thing for your for your luggage. You know, so you're not able to put it in that. So I didn't bring anything. So and it, I'm not. I wasn't the only one. Obviously, you know, it was just like most of us. So yeah, that was that was fucked. It was freezing yeah, out. That uh, that sounds just super unorganized, which is weird. It was. Yeah, like, that's. You know, like that's why I did that post. You know, it yeah. wasn't just it wasn't just that COVID thing. There was like so many other things, and this is just one thing I'm, I to- told you about. You know, but there was like a couple more things that uh, I could go 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 and continue with it, like and talk for another hour about it. You know, it's just like it just we came there on the 15, but it seemed like the tournaments or like it seemed like they are starting to organize the tournament on the 18th yeah. after the two days of quarantine you know so we came to the ring on the 18th and then the people started to organize the tournament you know but it should already be done for sure Dude, out of curiosity um on that note i was told from another goalie in the the tournament the world junior tournament i won't say who because he told me don't say his name but he was saying that just the general public was mingling with you guys like they're having weddings downstairs in the hotel there's kids running up and down the hotel room knocking on your doors playing knock knock ginger like you want to you want to know why the the clv is spreading that he said that's why is that is that true do you have the same experience yeah yeah i i know about that wedding that was there and uh yeah. i was curious why they put one extra security guy there when we were uh having our meals and then i figured it out that's because the wedding you know they don't want other people go there but it was like it was huge, huge, huge hotel. So like you walk, there was like as I said, there was boutique, barbershop, restaurant. So so many people like uh, came there, left. You know, so many people in contact with us. So definitely, yeah. I mean, obviously we had the force for ourselves. No one went to our force from the other people, but still, you are able to, you know, in the lobby and in the hallway, you are just with them. Did anyone at least get to crash the wedding and have like a little party while they were at the World Jays? <laughs> I think that happened right after we left, or I don't even know. I think it happened Wednesday, and I think they canceled the tournament oh. on Wednesday. I'm not. I'm not sure. I know one player who did. I know he one player the who wedding? did crash. The, he 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 sent me <laughs> he sent me pictures of him at the wedding. Um, no no joke. Again, we'll leave names off, and I'll tell you guys after we finish. He's recording. a groomsman. <laughs> well, he he sends me he sends me a picture on Instagram. Like we we're, we're chatting back and forth about the tournament and he sends me a picture. He's got like six beers, his feet up and he's like crashing the wedding and you. <laughs> Dude, that's hilarious. What a beauty. <laughs> that's unreal. He's like, he's like, don't send this anywhere. Don't screenshot this. Don't tell anybody about this. I'm like, I, I won't say your name, but I will tell the story. <laughs> there's got, he can't be the only one. I feel like there's like out of that many kids there, there's gotta be a few others. Well, he, <laughs> he sent me a picture. Um, I can't remember if, if it was, I think it was a couple hours after. It was him and a bunch of the guys in the hotel room. So I would assume if he made his way down, the rest did as well. I'm, I'm just assuming yeah. I didn't ask. That's hilarious. You see these wedding pictures come out online and they're, they're just in it. Like, <laughs> yeah, the boys. That's funny. It was, like, it was like the best man. He's got like a Team Sweden yeah. World Junior jacket. <laughs> he's got the rings. <laughs> team Sweden. He's got to be eating the cake. He's just like shoveling yeah. the cake accidentally gives like a gold medal he's like oh crap like that's last year's medal like pulls the rings out instead that's <laughs> crashing the wedding and you <laughs> that's yeah, funny. he's a beauty he's uh, a real beauty. as for that um post and you speaking up i think that's like i think that's so true the, the like the guys there like you if you put a microphone in the room of everyone talking you're saying what everyone there was saying you know and 
it's just the fact that people are they don't want to be the guy to actually go out and say it because then they're then they you know it's spotlight or they, like the the higher ups might be mad at them for doing so or like the world juniors themselves like might be mad but it's like someone's got to say it you know so there's my train but uh pro- but uh yeah no props to you for speaking your mind and just you know put bringing light to it cuz it's i don't think i mean we wouldn't have known i wouldn't have known that it was the shit show there unless someone said it so i think it, i mean, I mean I you didn't know good. i told i told you when it happened <laughs> no 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 but like you found out from his post like the shit show that it was a shit show there oh you I, know? no no he he was well actually that's one thing i, I should clarify sorry the things that you're talking about, I was being told probably like a day or two before you made the post, but everybody else was making the, the, the Instagram post of, thank you, Double I Chef, what a great tournament, yeah, what an yeah. honor. And and I think I told you, it might have been Sweeney, is I'm reading this post and I'm thinking, I dude, okay, I know you you had to post it to be politically correct. I know what you really think. I, you told me what really <laughs> happened. So what you yeah. just posted, you're full of shit and you're just thank trying you to for the opportunity. for the man. <laughs> So well, blessed. What a blessing. What a, what a great tournament. It was amazing. I can't it's wait to fake. do it again. Yeah. Yeah. So Same respect what, to you. Yeah. It for sure. Yeah. Definitely. It's, it's good. On the, on that note though. Yeah. yeah oh. It's, you know, like it's so many people there and like good players, obviously like no one wants to like say that as it was, you know, so I'm kind of guy like, uh, why would I not, you know, if, if I didn't like the way it was done. So, uh, that's why I decided to do that. So the people around who watch that, because you know it's not about the us as, as the hockey players, it's about the people who watch that, you know, and they never would know like how that was done there uh, and why it was cancelled. You know, the fans would thought it was like COVID, you know, but it was mm-hmm. COVID, but it was because the COVID was not, it was not taken care of that well. Yeah. But on that note, you know what it is taken care of is this podcast. We do a new episode every Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern, and we look forward to seeing you next time, next week on Thursday on Sling the Biscuit. Thank you to Simon Lacazzi and Pat Shea for joining me and being a part of the Cheers. program, as always. Thanks we'll for being here. Thanks. <laughs>